0: Learn how to build your faith in God's word And live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time As you listen to the Senior Pastor Davis Christian Center Pastor Kingsley Sliokunquo And expect God's word to work for you Come on, Jam your hands together Give the Lord a big praise this morning He's our king, hallelujah He's the healer, he's the restorer He's the peace giver Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We declare you a king over Nigeria. We declare you Lord of our lives. Thank you for being a good God. We give you worship. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. One more time. Come on, give the Lord a big praise this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Before we take our seat, before we take our seat, can we just take one minute to pray for everyone that um, lost their lives, lost property, you know, lost loved ones um, in the past week. Um, A lot has happened all over our nation and um, God always honors our prayers. God honors our prayers as... Um, his saints as his children hallelujah so can we close our eyes take one minute wherever you are and just speak your word the father we speak over this nation lord we ask for comfort for everyone that has lost a loved one for everyone that has lost property for everyone that has lost peace lord we speak comfort into their hearts right now we ask for a restoration of everything that is lost Lord, we know only you are the true judge. Only you are the just judge. Men, will only see an aspect of the case, but only you can see the whole situation. Father, we call on you today. We call on you today. We call on you today. Comfort those that have lost people. Comfort those that have lost property. Let there be a restoration. We know there's nothing too hard for you to do. Let there be a restoration of everything that is lost. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we put our hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. Please take your seats. Praise God. All right. Um, Today is not really like a long sermon. It's not a long uh, preaching. We just wanted to rejoice in God's presence and pray and and uh, fellowship with God. Um, At times like this, um, it's difficult to articulate all the things that has happened and that should happen. So that is why we need to, you know, look up to God. At times like this, we need to look up to God. The past one week was very, very dramatic, was very, very um, chaotic and traumatic. Um, You need to know that the people that are holding Nigeria ransom will not just let Nigeria go just because you're asking them to let Nigeria go. Um, All the things that are happening uh, reminds me of a lot of things that happen in scripture. Like when Moses wanted to set the children of Israel free from Egypt, he went to ask Pharaoh that let my people go. And um, if you know anything about Bible stories, did Pharaoh let the people go? Uh, It doesn't work like that. No oppressor will just let the oppressed go because you asked. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's not going to happen like that. It usually will take some form of... uh, you know, fighting. And I don't mean natural ways, but there has to be some fighting for your future. Fortunately or coincidentally, we had already themed our month, fighting for your future. We didn't even know there was going to be a nationwide protest at the time. Hallelujah. So, um, a few things I want to point out. Number one, it's obvious we are at war. We are at war for our future. We are not at war in the natural uh, way, but we are at war for our future. That's why we, we theme this month fighting for your future. So we are at war. We are clearly at war. Most kind of fighting, it's not only fighting that they bring up more tanks and guns, that is a war. As long as you are fighting, you are kind of at war already. That's one. And number two, if we are at war, then it means that we are soldiers. You don't have to wear army uniform to be a soldier. If you are at war, You are what? A soldier. So we are an army. We are an army. And that's why I want to really still commend the young people of this country for being able to organize themselves. Incredible organization, incredible level of coordination, both locally and internationally. So we are an army. And lastly, if we are an army, then it means we need to be organized. You can't really have an army without organization. We need to be organized. Imagine an army where there is no organization. Everybody just has gone, shoot anybody. Do you know in a lot of wars, sometimes soldiers have shot their own uh, fellow soldiers because they didn't know that those ones were doing under operation nearby. So one person just rings alarm. I'm seeing people moving in the bush. You shoot, shoot, but then they kill everybody but they find out they are their, it's their own soldiers that they were shooting. That's what happens when there's no organization. The army will turn against itself. So, we're at the point now where we need organization. If we want to get Nigeria to be free, we need to now be organized. I know that most of the protests and all that, people were saying that there's no leader, there's no this thing, but that's a phase. If you are really an army, there has to be what? A leader. There has to be leadership, even if it's not one person. There has to be leadership. And that's the stage we are in now. Because when everything looks okay, you can claim you don't need that. When crisis happens, everybody's looking up to some people to give direction. And that's where we are now. We need leadership, guys. I want to read one scripture. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 29, the NLT version. And part of the things that the young people were doing wrong, I know most of you are even young, so even me, I'm kind of young. I'm in between. (laughs) Praise God. I'm in between somewhere. It said, the glory of the young is their what? Strength. It said, the gray hair of experience is the splendor of what? The old. So they are saying here that young people, your your glory is your strength. And they are saying the glory of old people is their experience. The gray hair. Gray hair stands for wisdom and experience. One of the mistakes that we made throughout this protest was I saw a lot of young people get cocky. You have never won the battle. And you're already celebrating. It's usually a form of lack of experience. Uh, the, ba- the, thing you, the thing we are fighting with, it's not that type of. It's deep rooted. The Bible says you can't go and take a, a, a man's goods without fair binding that man. He's not going to let you take his goods. Nobody's going to do that. I'm mean enjoying You just want to come and take that what? Because you asked, I should give you. It doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. So young people got cocky. They were like, oh, you know, we have done what nobody has ever done. Nah. You are missing the point, though. There have always been protests in this country. Oh. You know, I know they don't teach history again, but you can Google. We have protested tire. What happened at the toll gate is what made older people go and rest. Because they will shoot at you. They will shoot at you. That's what's going to happen. So it's not that... Protest has never happened for. We haven't protesting. Since. In fact, the people causing the problem in the country today were the protesters of yesterday. They are the ones we are protesting against. So these protesting, let's not, because young people began to get cocky. We have done something the older generation can never do. Calm down. We infest. You have not one now. All the people causing the problem, the, the Bwari are campaigning against. It was a protester now? Go and Google. Use Google. Google is your friend. All the, I don't want to mention too many names, but all the people in government that we are shouting for, they were protesters before. So protest itself is not the way we are going. So they were getting cocky. We have, yeah, you are young because you have strength and that's your glory. But don't despise the gray hair and the experience. There's a video of an old man that said exactly what happened on Tuesday. He had said it before. That they are going to come, they are going to shoot some young people and everybody's going to arrest. He said it in a video. He's, most of you must have seen. it. That's gray hair experience. So you must be prayed already. People you are dealing with are tactical also. So we need to harmonize our strength and experience. At this point, these young people leading this whole thing need to consult with the older people that have led it before. The the ones that are saying no. Consult with them. Have them behind you, giving you counsel. That's how you win a battle. Because they know the enemy more than you. They fought that same enemy. And they know where and where they missed it. They can tell you so that you won't miss it. But if you think you can take on this enemy just by strength no you need that combination of that gray hair that experience hallelujah but i don't want anybody to give up we are not done yet don't give up at all this is part of how the journey goes usually for any revolution for anything like this lives must be lost it's just normal even though we pray that they are not lost but it's hard for it not to happen because it's a war it's a fight for the future let's go to the book of esther so something happened here in the book of Esther that combines everything we need to do. And it's very simple. There's nothing happening in life that you can't trace in scripture. Nothing that can happen in your life that you can't find in scripture. And I, I want to encourage everybody to develop that habit of studying the word of God and having a relationship with the Holy Spirit because it can always show you, no matter your life circumstance, there's something similar to it in the Bible. Esther chapter three. DJ, I need you to... Move with me quickly. So I'm going to read Esther chapter 3. I'm reading NIV version from verse 8. Esther 3 from verse 8. He said, Then Haman said to King Xerox, Xerxes. Eh? It is where? Xerxes. Okay, so then Haman, uh, Haman or Haman, said to King Zexis, That there is a certain people dispersed amongst the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom who keep themselves separate. He said, their customs are different from those of all other people and they do not obey the king's laws. It is not in the king's best interest to what? Now, first thing you need to note is that for every king you are seeing, eh, there are people around them giving advice. And if, if the government is bad, it means that the people around the king they are bad people. Because the speech everybody was complaining about is somebody that wrote it too. They all agreed that the, and it's not one person, it's a team. And they all read that thing and say it's, it's okay. <laughs> Cameraman too was there. Everybody says it's okay. Editor, there were many, there's a large group of people that certified that thing you heard. So you need to understand what, what I'm saying. This king was having a great time with his life. Is this guy, that, this Haman guy? He had personal interest. Because one guy called Mordecai was annoying him. And Mordecai belonged to a certain, um, was a Jew. So this Haman wanted to wipe out the Jews. So he went to meet the king and said, Ah, there are some people talking bad against you. See the next thing he told the king. He said, If it please the king, let a decree be issued to what? Destroy them. Ah, the shooting in Togate. Somebody authorize it. Let's destroy them. In fact, see what the guy said. And this is how you need to learn how politics work, guys. Anger can't help us now. Emotions can't help us now. We need to put our emotions aside. He says, I will give what? 10,000 talents of silver to the king's administrators for the royal treasury. He said, I will support your government if you can grant this thing. Let's kill these people. I will sponsor it. Ten thousand talents of silver. I'm going to donate to the next campaign. Verse, what is this? Nine, see verse ten. So the king took his signet ring from his finger and gave it to Haman, son of Haman Agagite, an enemy of the Jews. I'm not going to try to read that thing. Agagite, Hermadata. Thank you very much. He gave him the... Basically, he granted him his request. He granted the guy his request. That he should go and kill all the Jews. You see, there are always people lobbying government. You need to learn that. You need to learn how policies are made. Verse 13. Verse 13. He said, dispatchers or dispatches were sent by couriers, you know, to all the king's provinces with the order to what? Destroy... Kill and elate all the Jews, young and old, women and children, on what a single day, and they gave the date, the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, the month of Adar, to plunder what, to loot, to loot their goods. It's chapter four, from verse one. Now, Modikiah, chapter four, from verse one. Modikiah was is a Jew, and is the uncle of. Esther, who was the queen. But let's face Mordecai. So when Mordecai learned of all that had been done, he did what? He tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and ashes, and went out into the city, wailing loudly and protest. This protest. He went to the street, wailing loudly and bitterly. His first reaction was protest. It's a good start. Protest is always a great start. He went to the protest. See verse two, but when he went, but he went only as far as the toll gate. Went as far as the toll gate. He said because nobody clothed in sackcloth was allowed to enter into government. You don't protest into power. You don't protest into power. He started massive protests. He was wailing and bitterly shouting. But then he stopped at two gates. That's why he stopped. You can't enter government by shouting. See verse 3. Verse 3. In every province to which the edict and order of the king came, there was what? They more, that means there was right. There was protest in all the provinces, nationwide. There was great mourning among Jews with what fasting, weeping, and what wailing protest. See, many lay in sackcloth and ashes. So first thing is protest. We have done that stage. We have done it very well, incredibly well. But you don't cross a certain level by protest. Go to verse fifteen. So I'll be giving the gist because we can't read everything. So they now remember that Esther was in the palace. Esther was a wife to the king. They remember that Esther was in the palace. After they stopped them in protest at the gate, that's where they stopped in protest. And protest was not going to change the plan. They were still going to kill them. At this point of protest, they were still going to die. So, verse 15. Okay, so, um, let, let me... Before you read verse 15. So, what happened? So, Mordecai went to meet Esther and said, look, this is the decree going on. They want to kill all the Jews. You have to do something about it. Esther first said, well, there's nothing I can do. Modekai sent a message back that, look, it's not that type. They want to kill us. Do something about it. So when he sent that serious message back to her, she knew she had to do something. So see her reply. You see, she was in government. She was in power or close to power. She knows that protest can work inside there. So see her plan. She said, Go gather together what? All the Jews who are in Susa. And do what? Fast for me. He said, do not eat or drink for three days or night or day. He said, and I and my attendants will fast here also as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king. Even though it's against the law. But if I perish, and, and if I perish, I what? So, number one, protest. Number two, Prayer. She said, I'm going to go and fight for this thing, but we can't do it in our power alone. She said, Let's fast and pray. It's only an ignorant person that would think you want to remove power without power. You can't remove power without power. It doesn't work like that. It's power that removes power. And unfortunately, there are many kinds of power. There are so many of them, many kinds of power. But it's not all power. It's like, how many of you know Paper? What's that game they play? Paper, Russians. What? Eh? Rock, paper, scissors. And it's not all that can kill all. So there are some power that are superior to political power. Not all power is superior to political power. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Electricity power is power. It can't remove government. Except I want to shock the president. Another one I us. <laughs> You can't shock him. And this is his power. But he doesn't remove governments. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. There are many kinds of powers, but you can't remove power, sitting power, without power. That girl knew that. So the girl said, You know what? F- let's pray. And that's another thing this young generation did throughout this time. They were saying, We don't need to pray. If we have prayed enough. Cocky, cocky. Win first. That same thing affecting Nigerian football. You know, Nigerian football is finished. That's finished. Because you had, had not even signed him, he has splated hair. Can you play first? place? Score goal first. Green, don't die in hair green. Score first. <laughs> because the guys that shook, check the guys that shook out of Nigerian football, they started humbly. They were first playing ball before they started hairstyle. But now people do hairstyle. For they play. Some people, they never even blow musically. Their hair style don't blow. They don't blow their hair. Blow. Make your song blow first. No. Don't blow your hair. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Too cocky. That we have prayed enough. What? You have prayed what? It's pride to think you have ever prayed enough. What, is, what does that even mean? And like I said, Nigerians have an issue with prayer because they assume prayer means you do not act. No. Prayer means you arrange this scenario before you act. Hallelujah. Because it's not all action that can get results. You, you even need wisdom to act right. There's even a timing. There's a timing. See, no matter how much somebody even teaches you something, eh, you still need, there are some parts of that instruction that is you on the spot that we know how to uh, apply it. If they say, when the person comes, go and shake him. You must know the right timing. You know you can go and greet somebody at the wrongest time. They just told him one bad news. you talking to somebody and they are now greeting him. Good morning, sir. I'm greeting You say, my friend, can you can see I'm talking. Are you, are you, are you okay? You, timing. So, you, so that you have the wisdom. You still need to know. The, it takes wisdom. So how do you say you have prayed? I even heard some pastors saying it. That we have prayed enough. You are, you are joking. Now that you have seen the... I, I said it last week. Not only trouble I can keep you, but I didn't even know it was going to happen. You don't You don't say that. It's cockiness. Esther was in the palace. She said, pray for me. Say, let's fast for three days before I even start this thing because we must arrange things in the spirit before we go to the physical. How dare you say prayer is not important? Cockiness. Cockiness. Say, pride goes before you fall. It's what makes people fail in things they could have succeeded at. Do you know, you're shouting about this government. This is not the worst government we've had. You are young. Go and you ask. That's what you must ask people to have grey hair. We've had a dictator in this country before. We've had somebody that would have been life president in this country. Some of you don't know. You are young. There's somebody that nobody could have removed. They wouldn't have run election. We had somebody like that. Nobody could no remove. Nobody could even talk. Assassinations were happening on a regular. You talk, they visit you. That government killed husband, killed wife. Go and investigate. for you start talking about prayer for me? Why investigate? You have never done. No, no, no. We have people fighting for you. Pride of a youth. We have prayed enough. Are you kidding me? We've had dictators here. Do you know nobody removed that person physically? That guy, nobody. Hmm, some of you don't even know what's going on. That guy would have been life president. Neat. We are still recovering his money that he stole. We are still collecting. Governments are still giving us back. The money never finished. But no, we see, we see, we are using to run our country. Money is too. He could have finished this country compl- Complete. Nobody would raise one voice. He was killing. Key husband, key wife, key uncle. kick. Key... You talk, you go. He doesn't even look, if he, 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 he sees glasses. He wasn't even looking at you, key. Not they look at they, they look you. They complain. Nobody could talk. did What's my talk with you? social media. Social media. Would have been closed by now. What's social media? Real dictator, not this type, one they the complaints, So Real one. You know what? It was that same prayer as I was talking about. Removed him. He would have taken Nigeria backward, eh? Hope you know you were one of the last countries that had mobile phone in this world. Those are the things that cost it. Because they knew that with your mobile phone, you can be causing trouble. We didn't have mobile phone. We didn't last to have GSM. This GSM show me that you are used to insult elders. Wouldn't have happened in Nigeria. We're the last to get to the... had mobile phone, GSM, for us. So they don't, you don't know history. That's why you must talk to people that have gray hair. They will sit you down and tell you, my son, sit down. Be calming down. These are the mistakes we made. You can't make the same mistake. When you're cocky, you make the same, you go and enter the same hole. Haven't you been driving behind somebody for and they suave? And you'll be like, who can't drive it again? Why are you complaining? The hole that made them suave like that, you go and enter it because you, you think he just drove like that for nothing. You see whole. You watch. How can you say prayer is not important? Do you know the big countries of this world have still not handled corona till now? They are still on the matter. one year after. They have the doctors. They have the science. They have hospitals. They can't manage coronavirus. All the presidents of the biggest countries have contacted the virus. Prime Minister of UK has been has a virus. President of Canada has a virus. Uh, 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 United States President, oh, no, 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 uh, uh, no. I don't know why i are laughing. <laughs> but you know the point. The point is that with with all their medical facilities, with their experts, with their hospitals, they are safe. But see us where we, we 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 didn't obey social distancing one day. We did not. Mask, call, mask, knee. It's only in church we're forming that. In, out, everybody's hugging themselves and playing. From, morning, from, from day one. Oh. From day one. Parties were going on. Uh, 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 football. People were playing football. People were shooting movies from day one. We did obey one. If, 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 the, if, if God allowed that thing happen, it would have finished. And they too had predicted it, that Africa would be Nigeria. The people were on the floor like chickens. They predicted it. Because they know we don't have hospitals. We don't have anything. But yet, God spared us. He said, No prayer. Are you serious? <laughs> there are a lot of things that can't be scientifically um, um, explained. Do you know, even during the pandemic, countries were still going through hurricane. Hurricane didn't do lockdown. They still, how can you join hurricane to lockdown? They were going through serious crisis, and they were better countries than us. We were not no stress. And this is not the first time God is sparing us from a serious pandemic Ebola. Remember Ebola? Ebola is not this corona type. Ebola, once you contact, you are finished. I imagine our population. Imagine if he entered here. But God stopped it. The only one person that brought it here, God arrested the person, arrested the thing. Yes, lives were lost, but it was just a small number of people compared to what it would have been. So is, is, is is that your science that stopped it? Is it your wisdom that stopped it? How dare you say you should not pray? Esther had enough sense to say pray for me. Let's fast about this. Coincidentally, in our own church, we had declared fasting, uh, fasting and prayer for Nigeria for Monday. We didn't even know anything was going to happen on Tuesday. We, we're, we're not going to take it for granted. The protest hasn't been spinned off now to people losing their personal properties, personal businesses. That's, those are the things that prayers can see. Because ordinarily, nobody thought it would go to that far. Nobody, by month, by, as of last Sunday, we just thought we were still get protests we're doing. By Tuesday, Wednesday, it had become something else. By Thursday, innocent people have lost their businesses. Burnt down buildings that had nothing to do with government. Even the ones that have to do with government, it's still your money. So number one, protest, but they stop at the toll gate. Because you don't enter into power by protest. You don't enter into government by protest. Number two, Esther said, pray for me. Pray for me. There's so many benefits of prayer. We can reduce the amount of lives that will be lost. We can, we can, we can, we can, we can stop people from, from hijacking the whole thing to become a tribal or religious issue. There are many things you are dealing with. The, but these, you're at war and you have not won yet. You can't relax. As I now, now, we are, the whole group is almost divided. They're fighting different things. The people die, the people not die. That's the debate now. Did they shoot up or did they shoot down? We have left the issue we came for. Pray for me. Esther had enough sense to know that you don't approach power without power. You don't approach power without power. You don't change power without power. If we are going to change what's going on, allow us that know how to pray to be praying. That's humility. Even if you don't like prayer, you don't know how to pray, you like only protest. Be going. We will still be covering you in prayer. But don't come and say, you don't need prayer. Ah, You are sounding like somebody that is not intelligent. They did Black Lives Matter protests for, it lasted for weeks, way longer than our own. I don't know if anything has changed. Yes, they persecuted one or two people, but legislature-wise, nothing has really changed because you don't really change power by power, by, by protest. Third thing, as I begin to roundup up, from verse 15, where we are. So, it said, go gather all the Jews, so I let them fast and pray and all that. If I perish, I perish. So, um, you know the story. Let me just give you the gist. Those days, it was even, it was a crime to approach the king if he doesn't send for you. Please listen. No. It was a crime. If you go and approach the king by yourself, that means he didn't call you. You just went to say, "Ah, I came to greet you. The rule then is that they will kill you, not beat you. You will be killed. So, this girl knew that she couldn't go and even approach the king. With that prayer, she has to touch the guy's heart, melt the guy's heart. And when she got there, apart from even seeing the king, the king said, ah, this one you requested to see me, hope everything's okay. She said, everything's okay. I just want to host a banquet for you and your top men and all that. And the king was very happy. He said, let's do, okay, let's make it happen. She knew how to approach power. She knew it's, it's only policies that can change things. So that's the third thing. We must think about the policies and the systems. Not shouting. Raising your voice doesn't mean anything. Especially when there's a system on ground. The way to change it is to change the system. Not to shout at the system. She offered, she she, she knows how to lobby. In Africa, we've not yet learned that. There are many ways you can turn power. Shouting is the least one. This means we need to get involved in the politics itself. She went there, hosted dinner. And after she hosted dinner once or twice, she now said what she really wanted. Same way the enemy did it, offered money. She too offered dinner. And she now said, you know, (laughs) he said, "And, and as they were drinking wine, the king asked, I mean, again, ask Esther, now, what is your petition? Because you he asked, asked her before, she said nothing. He said, to be giving you, and what is your request, even to the half of my kingdom? He said, while he was drinking wine. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> they were rubbing his head. Daddy, is there anything you want? Mm. We, need, we need some young people to enter into the system. Must infiltrate the system. You can't shout at the system. Why was Togate's approach different from every other place? We saw videos of army officers <clears throat> everywhere, liaising with people, talking kindly to people. Why was Togate important? Togate is a center. Do you know how much money is going that Togate? When you're fighting but you have to know what you're doing. you have at somebody's stronghold, you think he'll come and clap. Of course, he's not coming to clap. You're at his stronghold. He's not going to leave his goods for you. It doesn't work like that. We need to infiltrate the system, guys. We need to go politically. The people that want to rule in 2023, they already know themselves. They've settled it already. And they too use spiritual power. They cook themselves. So for you to say you should not pray, it's ignorance. So protest is good. That's just the first level. We need to also keep praying for this country because we are nearing the place of birth then we need to get into the politics of it. We need to get into the... So everybody must be involved at your level. You need to know what... You know, we need to get the, the young people we have that are already involved in politics. We have a few young people already involved in, in House of Rep, Senate, and things like that. We need to, we need to get them on our side. They, they have to tell us how the things really work. Because how you think it works and how it is supposed to work is still different from how it is actually working. Anybody what I'm saying? It's like you want to clear something from customs. What they write <laughs> is different from what's happening at the port. Do you understand? So, if you're following what they wrote, your goods will never come out. <laughs> I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying, guys. So, we need to contact those people. We need to tap into some people that have this gray hair, politically speaking, for them to start showing us how it can be done. But to just go and protest, though, is good to, that, that helps your voice to be heard. It, we gained a lot by it. We became organized, we knew each other, we knew we had the same cause, we knew we had the power, but we now need to get together politically, strategically. We have seen now that part of our major problems or concern are the hoodlums. You can't throw them away. You know, they are not on social media. Mm, They don't have data, they don't even have phone. So I put a post yesterday that the ruling class are looting, the middle class are diluted. The poor people are also looting. So, me and you, we are surrounded by looters. If you look up, now looters are there. If you look down, now looters are there. Mm, looters. <laughs> Those guys down there, because they don't have hope, they are the ones they can give 1K and they will scatter your polling boots. They will give them 2K, they will burn everything. They are ready to die. So what, we need to come up with a plan to reach those people before government reaches them. Mm. Reach them. If we don't have them on our side, they will scatter everything. All the protests we are doing now, they've scattered the image of it. Because some people are trying to join the two things together, which is not true, but... You know, when it comes to things like this, the truth is different from the perception of the truth. Mm. Lie travels faster. Somebody get what I'm saying? So how can we be involved Politically. Is the question. And that one is a full <laughs> thing on its own. Let the leaders start talking. Especially those people that have experience, that have knowledge, that have the connections. Let's start talking. But the oppressor is not going to let you go just because you are tired of being oppressed. Hallelujah. And I want to say this to you also as a believer here. That God has a plan for Nigeria. This is beyond just me and you. It's beyond just bread and butter. God has a plan for Nigeria. And our prayer and our decree is that that plan will come to pass in the name of Jesus. If you are here and you don't have voters card, you have to have. If you are here, you need to be a bit acquainted with what's going on politically around you. It's not too late. 2023 is even here already. We think it's far, it's not far. We need to continue making plans and come up with a clear strategy of how to contest, how to fight the systems and the powers that be. Nobody's going to give up their power. Young people are the ones that have something to fight for. The old people are tired. I was somewhere during the protests and one man, somebody maybe close to my age, he was already saying, "Me, I'm tired of this protest. They should allow us to go to work. You see, that, you see, that's the problem with protest. You can't do it for too long. After a while, even people we are protesting for, will say, my brother, I have salary to pay. I have goods I bought. It will soon get spots. If you don't open these gates, hunger will kill me. So we need to change our strategy. And I pray for all those leading the young people that God will grant them wisdom. God will grant them strength they will not be discouraged. They will not be made to be afraid. We decree that Nigeria will be set free. This move that has started, this move that has started, it will not be truncated in the name of Jesus. We pray, spiritually, just like Esther did, we cut off the head of the serpent and the spirit. We decree that their plans will not stand. We decree that their stronghold is destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Can you stand to your feet? Come on, pray. Pray for this country. Pray for this country. The Lord, we. We stand our ground. We stand our ground. Man that just like the Esther story, it was now the person that wanted to kill them that was killed. We are going to decree that all the people that want to destroy this country, they are the ones that will be destroyed. Mahanda de Kaba, we ask for the judgment of God. As Haman became the person that was hanged, Mahanderi Sota, all those trying to hold us ransom. We ask for judgment of the Lord. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080 777 11 or 080 777 080-777-144-12 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristincentre.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.